You're listening to the Way of TBL's official podcast, Truth Talks with Sam and Alex. Join us as we explore all things truth, beauty, and love. Welcome, everybody, to today's Truth Talk. Last week, we spoke on the benefits of conscious living, and in today's talk, we'll be diving into the power of conscious relationships. Yeah, and we can cultivate a conscious relationship with anybody, really, and first and foremost, with ourselves. However, in today's conversation, our focus is going to be primarily on romantic relationship with a partner. Yeah. And there's nothing that really develops you, matures you, and inspires you to become more authentically yourself at your very best than your experience of romance with your partner, the experience of intimacy that you share in being present with your partner, there's nothing that quite develops you and self-actualizes you like that part of your life. And we'll just start by defining what a conscious relationship is. And as we define it, it's a spiritually aligned connection shared between two people that goes beyond emotional attachment sexual attraction, and or circumstantial convenience. It has more substance, meaning, and depth because both people understand the value of living a life that is not only true to themselves, but brings out the best in the other person they share this connection with. They strive to communicate with each other on everything, at all times, clearly and genuinely, and are both working towards a shared vision for the future that they wish to make manifest together. That's really it in a nutshell, isn't it, Samantha? It is. It absolutely is. And, you know, we can, we can think about, you know, why, why do we form relationships with people, right? Why do we get into a romantic relationship to begin with? And I know a lot of times, and I, this is true for myself as well. I think my first boyfriend, I was 13 and a lot of people have these, you know, relationships from quite a young age, but it's like, why are you in this relationship with this person, right? What is the reason to, to be dating, I guess, you know, because most of the time we are coming from a space of, of lack within ourselves and also, I guess, not understanding the the essence or the the true power of having a committed and closely aligned relationship right and so we go out into the world sort of like looking for things that are going to fill this void something that will you know help us feel more fulfilled and to have more meaning I know a lot of people that I've spoken to are always like you know oh I'm you know, I need that person to complete me. I need this person so that I can feel loved. And so a lot of people are going out into the dating world, really, from a space of trying to fill this void that they really should be filling themselves. Right. 
you know, because when we when we go out, yeah, when we go out to connect with people from that space, we are that's how we form these attachments to people, right? Yes, exactly. And that's something that only you can give yourself. Only you can love you the way you feel you need to be loved. That's where it all begins. It is a primordial love for yourself and your life, your relationship with life and how much you love your life, how much you love yourself is where it all begins. No one else can feel that. No one else can satisfy that but you. And yeah. it's interesting you bring out and talk about your experiences when you were younger as a kid because as someone who grew up in a highly restrictive religious environment i didn't have any of those experiences i didn't really start engaging with regards to intimacy with regards to being intimate with a woman you know until recently over the past few years you know developing my sense of self-worth my sense of confidence as a man and yeah for such a long time even into my late teens and early 20s i lacked that sense of confidence that sense of groundedness i i didn't really have those experiences but i do appreciate that in that time especially as i started really diving into my own development as a person and started like cultivating my own personality outside of the way I was raised, I was able to really reflect. And this is what I'm grateful for. Despite everything that I experienced growing up, I was able to take a step back and reflect on the way everybody else went about their relationships. I was able to really objectively observe how they went about doing things. The two-faced experiences, these relationships would have the double lives a lot of people lived and yeah just to see how these experiences are not what i wanted out of my relationships i did not want to experience dating in that way if i'm going to experience it i'm going to experience it authentically i'm going to experience it with someone who is just as interested in being genuine in connecting with me from the place of authenticity and i'm not going to accept anything less because i know what that leads to i know what that looks like i'm not interested in fake shit <laughs> mm -hmm. exactly and, yeah exactly. and so i was able to at least reflect on that absolutely and that's why our everything that we experience in life is is always here to serve as a teacher for us and in cultivating that conscious relationship it comes back to becoming a conscious individual first, right? As we spoke about in our, our last episode of living a conscious lifestyle, it, it all begins with you. And that's why when we, when we realize that we are whole and complete as we are on our own, right? We are not looking externally for someone to fill that void that is when we can really connect authentically and genuinely and coming from a space of fullness rather than a space of lack. And this is how we 
form a true connection and not an attachment, right? We're not attaching to this person because they have filled this position in our life that has brought us so much happiness. Right. Because then what happens when that person's no longer there, right? And we see this all the time with, you know, people that break up and separate in their relationships and there is so much uh, toxicity in, in just in their connection, right? There is a lot of arguing and there is a lot of blaming. There is a lot of um, manipulation against each other. And ultimately that purely comes down to the fact that you have attached yourself to this person and given them this authority in your life that you as the saying says, as the saying goes, you know, wearing the rose colored glasses are not able to truly see them for who they are. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> as we've expressed before, all anger and frustration is, is delayed expressions of authenticity, delayed expressions of honesty. And when you're engaging consciously with your partner, you are honest. You're straight up with them. You are able to call a spade a spade. And when there's an issue or a disagreement, you don't hold back so as not to disturb or to cause arguments. You're not afraid of that. You have the courage to express yourself freely and to show up 100% of the time. You mm -hmm. strive for that, that. You're not afraid of that. Yeah, that that keeps you in integrity with yourself. There's well. never going to be a blow up if you do that. <laughs> yeah, that's how you completely avoid blow ups and, and and explosive arguments. Exactly, because even even if what you have to share to the other person may not be ideal, and you know you may get a response that again you can't really know right it's all assumptions exactly you can't assume anything people don't share no you can't assume anything and ultimately it's when you're holding back information when you are holding back the truth there is this energy that is felt right you, you can you can tell in your relationships even when you're not completely conscious you feel when there's something off you know, we have we have these instincts, right? Our intuition is always guiding us, whether we are aware of it or not. And so, when you are just not being truthful, you are taking the choice away from the other person because you are assuming that they are going to react in a certain way. And because you want to avoid that reaction, you are also then you might think that you're just okay, you know, what they don't know won't hurt, but it is ultimately keeping a lie and throwing you also out of integrity because you are not being honest. Yeah. And so when we when we can be honest though and we can express everything truthfully, we are then allowing the other person to have the choice over what it is that they want to do with that information. Exactly. And as we've seen in our own experience, you know, being honest is always going to bring you closer together, even if what you hear is not ideal. 
because that exactly. person has been honest with you, you know, that that just, it comes across loving, you know, and there's no, uh, what's the word? <laughs> there's no um, manipulation at play. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like, you're able to have a deeper, more meaningful dialogue with your partner as a result. You know, I remember when Samantha and I started having conversations about our connection and where, in what direction our relationship was going, right? As mm -hmm. a man that starts to develop his groundedness and his power and his overall personality, that confidence is immensely attractive to feminine energy. And so what I expressed to Samantha initially is that I wasn't really in a space to be exclusive to her. And I've always been direct. I've always been honest and upfront about that with her. And even though I knew that she wasn't going to be completely pleased by that, I knew that she needed to know that about me and that is how I felt. And if I had held that back from her, if I pretended to be all in from the start, even though it's not the way that I initially felt, she would have had a false expectation of me. She would have had a false idea of who I am. And that's what you do when you hold back the way that you feel, the way that you truly think about things. You're projecting this idealized version of yourself onto that person. They're not really seeing you for and, who you are. Mm -hmm. And just to bring a little more context to our specific um, relationship, we, we are still in a long distance relationship and we will speak about that in another episode and, and go into depth yeah, about that. That's um, going to be a good such one. a beautiful experience. Yeah. And by by being conscious individuals and just being truthful that this is why we are now just about going on three years and we've been able to not only maintain but we've been able to grow and start co-creating life together even at a distance yeah. um and which is why at the start however you know it's it's again it's still the same for in-person relationships but it would be probably a little more difficult, I think, for the woman to accept when in a long, when in an in-person relationship to know that it is not an exclusive relationship. And there is a lot that we also worked through, right, my love? There is so much that we yeah, worked through. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It up-leveled, that experience yeah. up-leveled your sense of confidence, your sense of self-respect and self-worth, because this is something a lot of women struggle with. They struggle with deep levels of self-respect and self-worth, yeah. which is why they'll put up with a man who, even though, even though this man acknowledges this truth about himself, she's willing to put up with this man being mm -hmm. yeah, basically even if it's a player not type. That she actually wants. You know, yeah. to put it plainly, this, this me, player. Mm -hmm. Because at least he's being, more exciting. Sorry, he's more okay, but. Yeah. At least it's more exciting. At least this gentleman is mm -hmm. bringing that that fire to the dynamic that most men don't 
because of his sense of groundedness, because he has the courage to be up front with her, whereas most men don't. They haven't developed that sense of internal strength, that strong sense of reality that they have. And that is very attractive to a woman. She'll put up with him, but at the cost of her own intuition, at the cost of Mm -hmm. her self-respect, at the cost of her self-worth. And to her in her mind, with regards to the more immature or less developed aspects of her personality, she is willing to put up with that because it's worth it in the long run, according to her. And with you being so completely open and honest with me right from the start, I also avoided forming an attachment to you. Because reflecting back, I can see how that could have been quite possible. You know, I I could have formed an attachment, but because of your openness with me and letting me know that, you know, I'm not ready for exclusivity right now. It is what I want in the future with you. You know, and so coming from that space, I was like, okay, you know, he's being completely open and honest. You know, we have amazing conversations. I am growing as a woman because of his presence in my life. Is this something that I want to throw away because it's not exactly the way I want it from the start? Mm. No, <laughs> you know, I saw it as an opportunity to grow Uh, which I have, (laughs) we both have because of it. Um, And I was, we were able to form this deeper connection because of just you being so open and honest with me right from the get-go. Yeah. There was none of these false, you know, false... uh, Pretenses, uh, false expectations. Uh, To be straight up from the start is the absolute best foundation for a relationship because... (laughs) <laughs> what you're building upon is substantial. Yeah. With each conversation you have. And then you're letting the other have. person... Mm-hmm. No, just you're letting the other person have the choice of whether this is for them or not. Exactly. Most importantly. And you're not making the choice for them and pretending to be exclusive when you're not. Right. And then this other person thinks that they're, they're living this life when really it's it's a made-up fairy tale. It's it's an illusion. It's really not what the truth is. Yeah. Exactly. You're giving them that space to make that choice and you trust yourself first mm-hmm. by being honest with the other person. You're trusting that regardless of what you have to say, regardless of what you're going to express with that person, that that love will persist and that they will appreciate your genuineness, your honesty. And if they're bothered by that, if they're triggered by that, they were never the right person anyway. And you're saving yourself time, energy, and effort by clearing the air from the very start. Yeah. Just now being being in a conscious relationship, whether you are in a relationship already or not, Um, It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that you have to leave your current relationship to pursue a conscious relationship. It really comes down to the individuals in that relationship wanting to become conscious individuals and to continue to grow together. 
you know, as, as a couple, as individuals separately, but then coming together as a couple, because again, right, relationships are, are mirrors. They really are mirrors. And we, at, at any given time, we are always attracting where we're at in order to, to learn and continue to, to grow and expand within ourselves. And so in forming this conscious relationship, we, we are just so real with each other, right? And we, we really grow and we do this by having all of those uncomfortable conversations. And as, as difficult as it is initially to open up and, and speak about things, um, that are bothering or things that have upset you. It's really being able to hold space for our partner, being able to have them feel safe to open up and speak about what it is that they are feeling. Because again, in traditional relationships, most of the time people will hold it in and then they will like lash out at each other. You know, you did this and you did that and you did, you know what I mean? Or you didn't do X, Y, Z, right? And what we have to remember is our partner is not a mind reader, right? They cannot know every single thing that you were thinking. Yeah. However, when we build that close connection, we can feel when something is not quite right, right? We, We intuitively can feel when the energy is dropped, exactly. when one of us are, I just are going through something. And so by being present and aware with each other, and, and I know, gosh, there's so many instances where, I, again, it's always, right, we, we many times have these kinds of conversations. And the more you hold space and you are able to come together and really speak about what it is that you need to speak about for one so much peace that then comes over you from having expressed what it was that you've been holding on to right and and two you come to a beautiful resolution at the end of it right and this is why people avoid these conversations because they feel that it's going to bring conflict when really when we're coming from a space of growth we know that by having this conversation, we're going to have a beautiful resolution and we are going to get even closer as a couple because of it. And so then you stop avoiding the conversations and you see them as opportunities for growth. Yeah, exactly. And it's been so beautiful to see how in our case, the way in which I initially inspired you mm-hmm. to develop yeah. aspects of your femininity later after coming full circle, you then inspire me to introspect, self-reflect, self-inquire, and ultimately self-discover things about myself that were holding me back. Like, we had mentioned previously with regards to my perspective, my initial perspective when it comes to dating and relationships. It wasn't just that I felt that way initially. I believed that that is how it should be. 
that when you are that confident, when you are that naturally magnetic and graceful, because you've developed all of these different aspects of your masculinity, that there's no way you can just be a one woman man, you know, and we, we would have those kinds of conversations. And Samantha, unlike a traditional woman, unlike most women that I've communicated with, you know, it wasn't like an ultimatum. She gave me the space to inquire. She gave me the space to take a step back and reflect, to really observe whether I actually believe that or not. She wouldn't lash out at me. She, in a very feminine way, would simply essentially ask me, in essence, is that so? <laughs> is that really yeah. so, Alex? And because and for me, having, yeah, go on, you finish. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what a woman does. A, a, a very feminine woman does that. She doesn't tell you what to do as a man. She loves the strength of your leadership. She finds mm -hmm. refuge in your leadership, but she also <laughs> has you reflect on how you can become a better leader, how you can become a better man. She doesn't tell you what to do. She doesn't tell you how things are. She has you really pause and reflect through the way she communicates with you and has you dig deeper into yourself. Uh, yeah, go, go on, baby. Say what you're going to say. Yeah, no, how for me, it's when I, when I really knew what I wanted, you know, when I really grew within myself and that confidence grew, and my my trust within myself grew you know i was then able to say to you okay well you say that you you know eventually do want to have a family with me so then what is what is in the way right now because clearly you know what it is that you want right why do you still feel the need to to be this way now and it was through those those questions, as you said, that have you then inquire within yourself? And I guess I trust that you can think for yourself. I yeah, trust that exactly. if you dig deep within yourself. Trust is really at the heart of it all. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it is. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, it's at the very core of it all. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's how really all. all even if it's um, conversations with other people and not specifically with your with your romantic partner, in connecting with other people, it's how can we completely express our truth and have them express their truth without us putting our own words in their mouth, basically, right? right. We're not wanting people to just want what we want and we don't want people to just tell us what we want to hear. We really want people being themselves, right? At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to is we don't want to be connecting with someone who is just changing themselves for us because there's going to come a point in time where they're not going to be happy being that way. And in our most recent TV series, Greek TV series that we've been watching, there is so a couple funny. You who... literally beat me to the punch by like two minutes. <laughs> 
who are you going to? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple who believe they need to be a certain way for this other person, right? They have a lot of superficial uh, expectations. <laughs> and at the end where they're arguing, you know, she's like, you know, I had to make myself be this way and that way so that you would love me. And he's like, well, I had to do this and that. And it's like, hold on, who ever told you to do anything that wasn't you, right? Who ever said yeah. that you have to show up this way in order to, you know, be with a certain person. In order for, you to, for me to love you, who told who told you that you needed to yeah. pretend to be something you're not? Exactly. Yeah. And we have these assumptions and expectations we place upon ourselves. And here's the thing. You can't ask for the world <laughs> to be authentic when you when you aren't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because when exactly. you're when you're bullshitting the world, the world is gonna bullshit you. When you're being authentic you're giving everyone the invitation to be authentic and genuine as well. You're only going to get what you give. You can't expect for everybody to be real with you when you're lying to yourself, when you're playing yourself, everyone else is going to do the same. And that's, that's what we saw in, the, in those two characters. You know, their whole yeah. relationship was them playing each other. They were playing themselves first, yeah. but that's, <laughs> that's what they attracted. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so you know, having having a conscious relationship really is just it's being your true authentic self. And it's it's sharing that with an individual who is also their true authentic self. And it's being able to communicate on everything. It's being able to co-create life together based on your shared values and principles. Yeah. Right? And it's it's about always being present in the moment and taking accountability and being honest and accepting with where you're at. Because again, all relationships have their durations, right? We never know whether it's going to be a short one or a long one. And regardless of how long it is, we must always still be true to ourselves. And so, when you find in your relationship that you are moving in different directions, it's being able to acknowledge that. And it's being and able be okay to either, yeah. and being okay with that, that's right. And being able to then also separate consciously, which I've experienced myself with, with my ex-husband, you know, there, there was for quite some time, I, I knew that the relationship was over, right? And women, we know when it's done. We always do. I remember having a conversation with my mom about a year and a half prior. <laughs> and she was like, you know it, you know it's over, right? Sam and I said, Yeah, I do. I, I feel it. I know it. The energy is gone between us. It's not right for me. But I was still codependent on him. I still hadn't completely healed within myself and I was still putting a lot of blame on him. And, you know, my mom was also saying, you know, in all my relationships, I always knew that I was ready to leave, but it always took me a year and a half to two years before I actually did it, before I actually left. And, you know, this is a lot of the times why a lot of men feel kind of blindsided by a woman just up and leaving because she hasn't been open completely and expressed herself authentically to him. Or maybe she's tried, but he's gaslighted her in a way and, and she then reacts to that and 
people just block, right? They just have arguments. Yeah. Um, but in that space of time of a year and a half for myself, I did a lot of, you know, soul seeking. <laughs> that is where I grew so much within myself. And ultimately I was able to separate through love and have complete gratitude for my ex-husband and the role that he played in my life for the last 13 years that I was with him, right? And we brought two beautiful children to life during that time. Uh, and I was able to just have gratitude for everything. And there was no more blame. There was no more pointing the finger at each other. There was no more just placing blame on all these external factors that are really not true. You know, like at the end of the day, we, we are never intentionally wanting to hurt the person that we are in a relationship with. We never intentionally want to hurt them. However, we are, you know, we must take that accountability for ourselves and just know, okay, you know, there are things that happened on both ends, but none of that is really relevant anymore. You know, we, we can forgive. Again, we never forget. <laughs> we forgive and we move on. And we are then at, at peace with whatever happened during that relationship. But in being able to then separate consciously, we have the best friendship now. And yeah. it's, it's so beautiful to be able to experience that and to be able to share Alex and I's relationship with him and to be able to hear about him meeting, a, you know, a new woman now recently and to just be able to speak as friends because we do have shared history with each other, you know, but it was upon accepting the fact that we are no longer, you know, the people that we thought that we would be for each other forever, right? It was letting go exactly. of this illusion that we held on to thinking that this is the way our life should be. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's such a beautiful thing. And we will speak about, you know, conscious separation in the next episode. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's so powerful yeah. because it's thanks to that whole process that I share a very positive connection with Thanos, her ex. Mm -hmm. And I'm yeah. grateful to him because if not for him, I wouldn't, have the beautiful experience of connecting with these two girls that I now see as my daughters, you know, the beautiful relationship that they have with me would not be possible if not for Thanos. And so a lot of that is feeling gratitude for that experience and yeah. feeling gratitude for the way things have unfolded when we're speaking truthfully, genuinely at all times when we're being as authentic as we possibly can with the other person, that is the core. That is the foundation of a conscious relationship. That's really what it's all about. And the peace that comes from that is indescribable. It's nearly indescribable. That's what we really yeah. want from our partner. Absolutely. You know, and if not for his presence in my life, I, I wouldn't be the woman I am today, right? Exactly. I wouldn't have learned the things that I <laughs> need to disregard that. We can't just disregard the other him. person. They're part of our development. Yeah. And, and I feel like that's what a lot of people do. They block mm -hmm. the other person or they completely disregard their experience with that person just because they were the wrong person. It's like, no, that they may not have been right for you at that point in time, but your experience with that person is what makes you the person you are today. It's what makes you the person yeah. 
that your partner loves so much. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And when you were able to see all the lessons that have come through that relationship is when you were then able to, I guess, uh, heal from certain patterns within yourself, right? This is where we, we see a lot of people that have relationships and they, they say how they continue to attract the same kind of person. And they're like, but I, I don't want to have, you know, the same person again, but in another body. But that is what they continue to experience because they are not learning what they were meant to learn about themselves from that individual. And so life is just going to keep throwing it at you. Like we said in the last conversation in regards to circumstances and experience, it's the same with people and relationships in your life. Yeah. Unless you are going to learn what it is that you need to learn about yourself, what this person is reflecting back to you, you're just going to continue to attract the same person. And you realize if I want to attract something different, I need to become that first. So what is it that I'm not learning? Just seek out <laughs> what it is that you're not seeing about yourself. Because again, again, it's taking accountability, isn't it? Yeah. You know, a lot of times and, we just fail to mm -hmm. take accountability. Yeah. Yeah. And self-awareness is really what it comes down to, becoming more self-aware. Oh there yes. is a subconscious pattern of thinking and behaving that is causing you mm -hmm. to be attracted to and to manifest those circumstances over and over again yeah. that you're just not aware of. You're not completely aware yeah. of what is at play in your mind, yeah. in your subconscious mind. And when you become more aware of that, you're able to see what it is that you truly value in a relationship, yeah. what you really want out of that connection. And if it's not in alignment with that, you dip out. You're, you're not just going to mm -hmm. forego your boundaries. You're not going to forego your values, which mm -hmm. is what people tend to do. They just mm -hmm. um, forego yeah. their boundaries. They forego their values and they put up with it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, that, that's, how, that's how we attracted each other into our lives. We knew what it was that we wanted and we... We knew that it will also come when it's meant to come. And th this is a, another beautiful topic that we can speak about at another time. Um, how when we are seeking something and we are searching for it, <laughs> we open ourselves up to so many various things to come through, right? And because when we're seeking, we're really ultimately coming from a space of lack that we don't have said person or thing in our life right and so when we you are the thing that you're looking for the need that's the understanding exactly. that you, come to. you are the thing that you're looking yeah. for you have to become that first that's right you have to you have to let go of thinking that i need this or i again you can want but it's not coming from a space of need it's not coming from a space of lack it's not coming from a space of filling that void you are that and you allow for that person to come into your life when they are meant to and they will only come when you internally have let and you will hear so many stories right of people that oh my goodness like this person came into my life when I least expected it and it's because it's when you were not seeking that naturally you will attract exactly what it is that you need effortlessly effortlessly mm -hmm. and it's again trust 
you have trust in yourself. Yeah. You have that self-confidence that you are the thing you're looking for. And it will come at the appointed time and not a moment later. Your trust in that is so strong that you don't worry. You, you don't try. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not trying to make it happen for yourself in a particular or specific way. You're not controlling that outcome anymore. You're completely letting go. You are indifferent to whatever plays out for you because you are already what you're looking for. It's going to happen when it's going to happen. At the perfect time, in the perfect way. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got to be ready for what's going to come next because when that person finally comes into your life, when they pop into your awareness, all of the self-inquiry, all of the self-reflection is going to get even deeper. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is why a lot of people don't have that experience, that, that romance of a lifetime because they're really not ready for what that involves. They have this mm-hmm. idealized, romanticized version of what a yeah. conscious, conscious relationship is, but they're not really ready for all of the deeper levels of, of development that are to come with that person being just as conscious and as self-aware as you. Because you've been doing this development, this working on yourself on your own, mm-hmm. but it's another thing entirely when you have now someone that is serving as a mirror and another light shining on your blind spots. And that's Mm -hmm. another point that I wanted to bring up here is that we all have blind spots. It's like when you're driving, you're always going to have a blind spot, no matter how closely you are looking in all the mirrors. Mm -hmm. There's always a blind spot that you won't be able to see. And that's what your partner does for you. Your partner is able to shine a light on your personal blind spots. Things that you, as much as, as much as you would like to acknowledge or as much as you would like to think that you are aware of your behaviors and your subconscious patterns of thinking, those blind spots are still there, which is why you you do things a certain way, which is why you hold yourself back. And you're not really understanding why that is. Your partner will bring that to the forefront and that may be unpleasant. That very likely will be unpleasant for you to experience. Absolutely. And this is also how we get into the deeper layers of healing and going into generational trauma as well, you know, because not, not everything that we have suppressed is only our own, right? We, we inherit basically, you know, these subconscious beliefs from our parents and, you know, the lineage before them. And so it's only really when we get into this, this space of complete surrender, right? Because it is complete surrender and it's complete vulnerability and it's just opening up boxes and spaces that have never been opened before. (laughs) And we can really only get there when we get to this really deep level of intimacy and connection, which from what we have seen and observed, and we will again expand upon this in another conversation, happens when you are connecting with one person. You can only get one that person. from really focusing yeah. your attention on that individual. You can't get that yeah. when your attention is spread thin. And we Even, see the parallels yeah. in life, right? We see that in business as well. Exactly. You, or in studying, right? You can't have 10 different things going on at the same time. You will not be able to focus and direct your energy and really get anything complete 
you need to focus on one thing at a time, pour all your focus and all your energy onto that. And that is when you will have beautiful results from that one though, because it is concentrated, right? It is, it is pure. It's concentrated on this one thing that you are pouring exactly. into. Yeah. And when you have a bunch of projects that you're working on, yeah, you're, you're working on all of them, but all of them are unfinished. All of them mm -hmm. remain unfinished. Right. And it's the same exact way with our relationships. Yeah. You're not able to really experience the depth and the levels of intimacy and romance and self-actualization yeah. in every way, shape, and form with that person when your attention is spread thin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so beautiful. <laughs> and another thing to, to note that we didn't mention is how conscious relationships transcend time and space, right? <laughs> they do. And distance. All of these are illusions. Yeah. You know, like Samantha mentioned earlier, we're in a long distance relationship, but we've never felt so much fulfillment, so much satisfaction yeah. and pleasure from our relationship because of the way that we connect with each other. All of and it it's comes down to our presence. Really? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. again, you have people that will say, you know, oh, well, it's different. You know, when, when you're in person with someone, you're really going to get to know them. You're really going to get a good understanding of who they are. But the truth yeah. is, how many people can bullshit you straight to your face and mm -hmm. pretend to be someone they're not right in front of you? Oh, yeah, you could be living in the same yeah. household and not actually even know who that person is. For years, you know, when people tell us yeah. that, it's like, how, how the hell does that happen? You know? Yeah. We can Love pretend to be someone that we're not at all, yeah. even with someone right in front of us. And what it comes down to, again, is the level of presence yeah. you have in communication with that person. The level at which you are observing their patterns of mm -hmm. thinking and behavior, and you're able to express, you're able to communicate what you see in them, what you feel mm -hmm. in them. That's yeah. all it comes down to. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's creating that spiritual home isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Spiritual and that is established before, before everything else is made manifest really in your mind's eye. Mm -hmm. your, your, the, the essence of that experience is created first is established first. And that can only come when you are approaching the relationship from a place of self-awareness, mm -hmm. when you are becoming fully conscious, when you are becoming fully self-aware of how you want to experience this relationship. What are your values? What are your boundaries? What do you really want out of this experience? And you communicate all of that up front. Yeah, exactly. And then throughout your relationship, you, you end up becoming each other's coach, right? We yeah, have literally. Samantha is my personal coach. She's my mentor yeah. and, and I have hers. Yeah, and it's such a beautiful thing because we, we are always there for each other. We are always shining that light. We are always shining the mirror, but it, it is done through love. It is always in a loving and caring way to only ever want to bring out the best in each other. Exactly. And to experience the best of life. And, and that's, yeah, that's what it all comes down to. It's, yeah. ah, it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's it really is.
It's yeah. Amazing. And yeah. we would, again, we would love, we, we mentioned last time, we would love to invite guests to come and speak with us to, you know, again, we've spoken about conscious relationships today. So let's stick with that topic, whether it be conscious relationship or even a long distance relationship. I would love to hear from other people that have experienced long distance relationships, whether they've worked out, whether they haven't worked out, what they've learned from them. Yeah. How amazing. Especially <laughs> in the past couple of years due to COVID, yeah. you know, like Absolutely, there's so many right. people that have established long distance relationships. You know what? We want to hear from you guys. You know, mm -hmm. are you guys in a long distance relationship right now? <laughs> Were you but previously? Did it not work out the way that you yeah. thought it would? You know, are you currently in one now? How is it going for you guys? You know, we want to hear yeah. all of these experiences because, yeah, we are living in a time. We plan on where... coming together. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. We, we are working on paperwork and getting things organized, and we cannot wait to come together in person. This yeah, because that's the been most a thing as well. With... Thing that we. Yeah. Samantha being in Australia and me being in, in Atlanta, Georgia, you know, it's it's been a challenge as well to get all of that in order with her, mm. with her separation from her ex and all of that, you know, there's just things that have been needed to get s sorted out, but mm. yeah, we're planning to come together pretty really soon now. <laughs> yeah. We're really looking forward to that. Yeah. But we want to hear from you guys as well. You know, we're, we're going to talk about the, the value of mm. conscious separation, why it's so important because really, had Samantha not separated consciously with Thanos, things would not have turned out the way that we would have liked for them to, especially mm -hmm. with Thanos that's being right. the girl's dad. You know, that's so important. And we're going to dive into why people experience so much turbulence, so much drama when separating with their ex and how we can avoid all of that. Mm -hmm. And to note also, we if you want to follow the topics of conversation that we are having, we have our Medium account. Exactly. Right, Alexander? Our, yeah. yeah. We, we're, we're basing all of our episodes on the list of articles. So you're going to get the complete premium, the way of TBL experience <laughs> by following our talks with these articles you'll see that we have them in order. And so you're going to get even more out of these conversations by reading the articles that go even deeper. You know, they, they complement each other in a way. So yeah, check out our medium. Feel free to take a look at our articles. We've got the link in our profile for you to check them out and follow along with our talks. The order in, in which our articles are listed in, that, that's basically our episode structure. So yeah, there's a lot that you guys have to look forward to. That's right. All right, perfect. Well, thanks for joining us and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate you joining us. And until next time. May you embody the way of TBL today in your own way. <laughs>